Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Aces on Bases podcast. And on this episode, it's a very, very special episode as I, Blue Jays Memes, sit down for a one-on-one interview with the co-host of Danny's Dugout, Danny Sapola. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be part of it New York, New York Hello Blue Jays fans and for this episode I suppose Yankees fans as well This is a very special episode of the Aces on Bases podcast. Today I am joined by our very first guest on this podcast. She is the co-host of Danny's Dugout, a Yankees podcast, as well as the host of the podcast Tequila and the Tea. It's Danny Sapola. Welcome to the show, Danny. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, well, the, well, again, as I said before we start recording, thanks for coming on. I'm happy to have you as as the first guest on the show. I'm the first guest. Oh, I feel even more <laughs> Well, we've been... and I'm a Yankee fan. I'm not even a Rays. I'm Blue Jays fan. Like this is. Well, we, we've we've been trying to we've been working on trying to get Jolly Olive onto the podcast. If you're familiar uh. with his work. But unfortunately, we've been rescheduling for like the last four weeks. So you're officially the first guest for the podcast. This is a big day. (laughs) (laughs) Now, obviously, with you being a Yankees fan, we are going to discuss the Yankees as well as other baseball related topics. Mm -hmm. But before we get into that, is there anything you'd like to tell the audience to let them know a little bit more about yourself and also... I'm I'm curious, what got you interested in, in doing podcasts? Okay, so I'll start from the beginning and then I'll get to your question. Uh, I am a full-blown New Yorker. I have lived all over the state. I have been a Yankee fan since the moment I was popped out of my mom because I had absolutely no choice. Um, That's like a thing with our family. You are a Yankees fan and any other sports team, you can do whatever you want, but you are a Yankees fan. You have no choice. So I was like, all right. And then I got really into it because my grandfather and I just, I've always loved baseball. I think it's a fascinating sport and I've also always loved chess and I always love to like, like compare the two of them. Like it's a, it's a chess game. It's a mental game. Yes. And I just, I really, really love that part about, I love that part about baseball, which I I feel like needs to be more talked about and more praised that it's a mental game. It's not just like guys tackling each other on a field, which is also a mental game. Don't get me wrong in any way, shape or form, but like, this is really fucking with each other's brains. That's why I actually love um, Juan Soto, but I'm getting off the topic of this. Um, (laughs) ADD, you're just going to have to deal with that for this episode. Listen, Um, anybody that's listened to our podcast know that that this podcast gets derailed all the time. So if you go (laughs) off topic, it's just par for the course for this this show. It really is. So, yeah, so I... 
I've always loved baseball. I wanted to be a manager of a baseball team, but like, hi, I'm a, I'm a female. I have tits. So like, I'm not allowed to do that. Um, well, maybe one day there's uh, the, the, maybe, Marl- the Marlins now when... have a female GM. So we're getting Yeah, there. I don't think it's the female part necessarily. I feel like it's just a part of, you know, I'd never played the game of baseball because I always want like a person that's played the game. But I'm like, yeah, but I can do a better job than fucking Boone's doing. Okay, what is this lineup? But what is going on right here? You've played softball, haven't you? No, I I refused to actually. I didn't want to play with other girls. I wanted to play with boys. I've oh, always right. been a huge tomboy. Right. And from, sorry. From your show, it's it was soccer that you played. Yeah, I played yeah. soccer. I played basketball, volleyball. I played everything else, but I I did not because I I was like, no, I want to play with the boys, and everybody's like, well, you can't. I'm like, well, why not? What what is this? Yeah, so that's actually question, weird because like when I was in little league. We had well, that's little I, it, it, it was few and far between, but we had girls. Oh, okay. So you you did play little? Uh, you, did you play any little league at all, or no? Uh, yeah, but not a, like nothing. Nothing as you league. got it's, older it's and okay, okay. I <laughs> yeah, understand now. So, <laughs> yeah. So um, so because of all of that, all I want to do, I'm just a fan and whatnot. I became a model in New York City. I had a good career going on there, and then I saw the Me Too movement happening before my eyes and before the me too movement actually happened and i was like i don't want to do this anymore (laughs) like i i don't want to be involved in this and i don't want that happening to me so like i left the studio and then i've i've always been bartending because i'm a night owl and i've had like i i just couldn't sleep so i'm like what do i do i'd rather make money so I, i started bartending uh even when i was modeling and I was at the bar one night. I was super like down. I was wearing my Yankee hoodie because the bar was freaking freezing, watching the game on the TV, yelling, screaming, all the things. And this guy walks in who's a good friend of mine, Joey. And he's like, what's wrong? I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. And I just like blow <laughs> up. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I have to leave modeling. I can't do this anymore. I don't know what to do. I'm like, I'm freaking out. Like, do I stay? Do I go? Do I do this? Do I do that? And I'm like spewing all this to him. And he knows how crazy of a baseball fan I am. So he's like, hey, my friend who plays for the Blue Jays, ironically, actually, my friend who plays for the Blue Jays, uh, Patrika, who doesn't play for the Blue Jays anymore, he, he can get us like field passes and then tickets to the game if you want i'm like what yes (laughs) now this game is at one o'clock so you have to get to the field at 11 a.m i worked till 5 a.m so i basically did not sleep i started pounding tequila at like 11 o'clock in the morning i was like go to a baseball game (laughs) super excited i put like tequila oh yeah i put tequila in my coffee i was like i got this I get on the field and I'm like super excited. I'm like, oh my God, I'm on the field. Oh my God, like the pitchers are right in front of me. This is so cool. Oh my God. Like I was like, you could see my gums. I was smiling so much. (laughs) And like, I was just so happy. And when the game started, like I was talking about Trika for a couple minutes and about pitching and yada, 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 and how much I hated Larry Rothschild at the time. And then what happened? Then what happened? Oh, then we're watching the game. And we're sitting in front of the starting pitcher for the Blue Jays family. Okay. So he was like his first game up because it's September. So it's like all the call-ups and shit like that. So it's like his first game, his family's so excited. And then McCutcheon hits a home run off of him. And I start standing up screaming. And then I turn around, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Go McCutcheon! (laughs) And then the dad gets so mad, so mad. He's just like, she's sitting in the wrong section. A Blue Jay got her her seats. And she's over here. like, And like, 
I don't have a filter at, at, at all. Like you can't stop me from saying anything. I've, I've, I, I've learned that from listening, from listening to your show. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Like, and I will go at it in, in person, not on my, just my show. The funniest thing is like fans have met me and they've said outlandish things in front of me. And I just look at them. And I'm like, are you fucking stupid? And then I'll just go in it with them. And they're like, wait, you will do this in person. Like, this isn't just, I'm like, no, like what is wrong with you? So, Speaking from experience not- though, that's that Italian feistiveness oh one thousand percent the italian feistiness is a fucking sicilian to be exact it's it's a little aggressive so we're watching the game i'm 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 going crazy or whatever and my friend looks at me he's like this is what you do and i'm like huh oh wait best part about the whole like dad thing i like under my breath i'm like i'm sitting in the wrong section he's in the wrong fucking stadium does he know where he is and my friend's like danny shut up shut up <laughs> so the dad walks away and I'm like excited. I'm watching the game and he's just like, he's watching me watch the game. He's like, I can just watch you watch this game. Like I and know exactly what's going on. You're fucking hysterical. He's like, this is what you do. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I don't know. Like start a podcast, a YouTube channel, do something. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? How does one even do that? And he's like, I don't know. Figure it out. He's like, but this, he's like, people would love to listen to this, like that, like or watch it, or da 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 da. And I'm still trying to figure out the watch it part. It's been three years. Still don't know what I'm doing, but we'll get there. So eventually, eventually. So I looked at it and I was like, what the fuck am I gonna call it? Danny's dugout. And he's like, yes, that's exactly what you call it. And I'm like, I was just trying to make a sexual joke here. Like, what? Are, what? The, what? Are, like, I can't. I can't do this. And uh, then two months later, I did it. <laughs> Now, like, actually, this is probably not a bad idea. I've, I, I've only been listening to the show for for about a year. Like I said, off air, I, I discovered you last year on on TikTok. I happened to come across your video or one of your videos and you co-host it with Sharon. Was she always involved or did she come on no, later? She wasn't. She she's always been involved in a sense where like she would do. So I work a lot like it's a little disturbing how much I work. And I needed help. I was like, I need somebody to just like write an email up. So that way, like when I'm doing these podcasts, I just kind of have something to look at and be like, oh, I didn't hit this. I need to hit this. And I'm like, I can do it. But then I would be up from five o'clock in the morning to seven o'clock in the morning. And then I wouldn't be able to get anything else done my day. And I was like, I'm like drowning in all of my other crap that I'm doing. So uh, she messaged me and she's just like, hey, do you have a spreadsheet? And I was just like, why is this magical thing? And then I was like, hey, weird question. Like, do you want to like do this for me? Like, I don't know. I don't like I'm just this girl on Twitter or whatever. Like, she's like, oh, my God, that would be amazing. And then like I brought her I brought her to her first Boston Red Sox game. I brought her to like all of these. Anyways, so she's always been in like the background of like setting up the like these are the topics you need to hit thing for me. and. Like she would just write like one word and I'd be like, oh yeah, okay. And then I'd go on a rant about all of the things that I have in my brain. And she pretty much still does that for me, but on the camera now. So before she was not involved, but then COVID hit and I was like, I need somebody to talk with on this because there's no baseball going on. Like I, I, I can't like not have episodes go out. Like I don't know what the fuck to do. So she came on with me and then everyone loved her as well. And loved like the camaraderie that we have basically and was just like, 
this is great. So uh, I was like, do you want to stay on? She's like, yeah. So now it's the two of us. <laughs> yeah. And you, you, you mentioned the camaraderie. You guys have great chemistry together. I, I love listening to you guys bounce off of each other. But I do want to get back to one thing you said earlier, <laughs> being born into a Yankees fan. Now, obviously, New York has two baseball teams. What would have gone down if somebody in your family chose to be a Mets fan over a Yankees fan? That wouldn't happen. <laughs> Just straight up wouldn't happen. That's not allowed. That would not happen. Um, and, and just one more question about the podcast before we get into the Yankees. You will be releasing, I believe, episode 93 sometime this week. Mm-hmm. Coming okay. up very, Any very uh, Coming up tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. <sighs> yeah, you'll, yeah. You're recording later today, I believe. Yes. So you're obviously coming up very, very quickly on episode 100. Do you have anything special planned for the 100th episode of Danny's Dugout? I am working on it. It's really hard with COVID right now. Um, a lot of, like, I'm trying to get a good guest to come on with me. And I asked a good friend of mine to come on and he's like, well, one, he could barely speak English so that it, it really wouldn't work because I don't have a translator for like everything and I can't translate everything. I know I know what he's saying, but like, I don't know how to tell other people what he's saying. Does that make any fucking sense? Yes. Yeah. You're, so, you're able to understand, but you can't really encapsulate yeah. it into words to translate it to the English. Exactly. So I, I wanted him to come on. He's like, how's that going to work? I'm like, that's a good point. This is a really good point. <laughs> so I've asked a couple, I've sent some messages to a couple people trying to get a, a player on, but because of like COVID and because of their schedules, like the, to do it would is apparently like too difficult. I'm trying. <laughs> I've, I have a friend of mine on it as well who works in the Yankee organization trying to get me somebody. So I do have a plan to have somebody come on. I don't want the hundred to just be some fucking like me just sitting there bullshitting again. <laughs> I, I would love to have some like good person come on. Yeah. It's the 100. So you want, you want to do something big. Yeah, um, exactly. So ha having said that we're going to get into some Yankee talk. Now, the Yankees didn't really have a great start to the season. They did go 12 and 14 in April, which is unusual for the Yankees. And that includes going <laughs> And that that included going 2 and 4 against my Jays, which is highly unusual that the Jays have taken 4 out of 6 at this point in the season against the Yankees. But they have seemed to have righted the ship recently. They're 6 and 2 so far in May. As of right now, how are you feeling about the Yankees season so far? And how do you think they'll do the rest of the way? So Yankee season so far, I blame mostly Aaron Boone. Uh, 1,000%. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. And I just, I need him to go away. And judges injuries, but away. we'll get into that in a bit. <laughs> oh. oh, you're just trying to stir the pot, aren't you? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh. Absolutely. <laughs> I got, I've gotten so much shit for that, but we'll get to that. Um, so I do, I do believe in my team. I think that we have a good team. We just don't have heart. I don't think they've had like the heart in the beginning of the season. I also believe that we are coming off a 60 game season and it's weird. And all of these guys are trying to get back into the groove of things. I also have a bunch of selfish assholes on my team. So there's that, <laughs> that I love dearly so much. Do not get me wrong. Any of you selfish assholes out there, but I have a feeling Boone is not making it further into this 
I don't even know if we're going to get to a World Series with him, but I have faith in my team. And I just, I'm praying for the best at this point because what I'm seeing is a lot of annoyances and easy fixes, but they're not fixing it. And it needs to, like, I've talked to Padres fans. I've talked to people that, like, all over the place. And it's just, like, they are obviously a bunch of things that are broken in the Yankee organization that need to be fixed like immediately. So hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll shine lights on that. I've been trying to, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I do have faith in my team and apparently Stanton is showing up and uh, load management is working for him. So we'll see. And you, you did, uh, you did mention Boone there. You're no fan of Boone. No. A, A, do you think this is the last season for Boone as the manager I of the Yankees? I fucking hope so. And B, do you think he'll be fired before the end of the season? I fucking hope so, <laughs> and I fucking hope so. But I highly doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I did bring up earlier about, uh, about Aaron Judge. You've been very... I don't want to say critical, because I don't think critical is the right word to use, but you've been very opinionated about your feelings. He's an injury-prone athlete, and everybody <laughs> needs to stop acting like he's not. Like, now all of a sudden he has leg issues? Like, what the fuck? Are you having growing pains? You're 29 years old. Get the, get the fuck out there and play the goddamn game. And, like, I've always mentioned his oblique, and now it's, like, his legs. And I'm like, of course it's his legs now that I mentioned it's, his, like, there's an oblique problem. But, like, everybody's like, it's called load management. I'm like, no, it's not called load management. What they're doing with Stanton, that's load management. They're just giving him days off. Judge is fucking hurt, and they're saying he's hurt. So he is injury prone, and this is a huge problem that we need to address and we need to figure out because he's 29 years old, and if that's what's going to continue, I don't want it. I don't. And everybody's like, well, he doesn't miss a playoff. I'm like, well, have we gotten to a World Series? No. So (laughs) I don't really know what that fucking means. So why don't you try again? (laughs) I I love how you just went right into that with with very little prompt whatsoever. But... When I first when I first heard like your your first rant on Aaron Judge, you did bring up the fact that he was 29 years old. And I think a lot of people tend to actually forget that he is I I think he'll be 30 next month if I'm not mistaken. He turns- no, he'll be 30 next year. Oh, okay, okay. I His thought- birthday just passed. I thought he was turning 30 this year as well and then I was wrong and I was like, "Okay, guys, I was wrong on one thing. He's turning 29." <laughs> but my he, bad. But he is he is older and he only he only came into the league a couple of years ago so he's he started in the league fairly late and i think because of that people forget how old he actually is all these injuries at age 29 is definitely not a good sign it's not and everybody's just so blinded by him being the golden boy and all of this shit that it's really it's hurting us it really is because I, I've made a couple mistakes in my rant and I will be the first to fucking say like I made a couple mistakes in it, but I'm not going to discredit what I'm saying like in any way, shape or form. I still believe in what I'm saying. Like I say that it's costing us a lot of money. And what I should have said, I said is it will cost us a lot of money because we w- will hand that motherfucker a gigantic contract and he's just going to be injured half the time. And there's no reason for it. And then at the end, like my f- favorite part is like people don't fucking listen and they never will. And I just kind of have gotten used to it. Like we listen to the part that triggers us. And then after that, we don't fucking listen to anything else that 
because I said judge experiment and they're like, well, he's an experiment. I'm like, well, technically all of the players on our team are an experiment. Like that's just what it is. Yeah. You, and when you, you get traded, like your experiment a lot with our of team backlash for your. Oh. <laughs> well, I went after the golden boy of New York. Yeah. That's basically like going after Derek Jeter in the nineties. Like you don't <laughs> do that. So, and you wouldn't do that because fucking Jeter was the man. Like this kid is not, I'm sorry. Like just because he's got a good personality doesn't mean that he's great on everything else. Like, yeah, he has his moments. He shines, but like people are coming at me like you said he's a bad player i'm like i didn't one time say aaron judge was a bad player but now i'm gonna fucking point out when he is a bad player because now you guys are pissing, just pissing me off and now i'm just gonna piss my own self off by <laughs> like going down a hole that i am burying myself in too much but like people are coming at me oh he hit two home runs what do you have to say now you can take this back now i'm like no because i never said he was a bad player i said he was injury prone <laughs> i said that we need to focus on the fact that he gets injured a lot and that if he continues to get injured this year that we should not fucking keep him <laughs> that's it you know how much shit we could get for that motherfucker like a lot okay <laughs> So get rid of him while you still can, instead of being like the Giants with Odell Beckham Jr. Like, you don't want that situation. So, like, now everybody, when everybody was coming at me with, like, him being a great player and da 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 I was just like, also, not saying that he's a bad player in any way, shape, or form, but can you at least come at me when he hits two home runs off of a good team? Like, we're playing Detroit. They fucking suck. <laughs> well, he got two off of us, I think. <laughs> But did he do anything against Houston? No. And that's the team that you need to do shit against. So, like I said, Danny is quite opinionated on Aaron Judge and his injury issues. And coming up in just a few moments, we're going to get into discussing Aaron Judge's productivity so far in 2021. We're also going to talk about Danny's appreciation for small ball as well as her dislike for analytics and advanced stats as much as so much more. But I want to take a brief moment here to speak to the independent podcasters out there who might be listening. Podcasters like ourselves, like Danny, people that might want to get their names out there to more people and more recognition. Right now, you can submit your podcast for the Amalgamania Awards. It's the first annual Amalgamania Awards. It's awards by independent podcasters for independent podcasters. They have a couple of categories which you can submit your podcast for. Best long-form podcast, any podcast that's an hour or longer. Best short-form podcast, any podcast that is under an hour. Best interview best hosts, best Twitch stream, and best YouTube channel for a podcast. So if you are an independent podcaster and you'd be interested in submitting your show and perhaps getting more recognition, you can go to sites.google.com slash view slash Amalga Awards. That's A-M-A-L-G-A-A-W-A-R-D-S. Or you can check out their Instagram or their Twitter account at Amalga Awards. Once again, that's at Amalga Awards. A-M-A-L-G-A-A-W-A-R-D-S. And once again, you can find them on Twitter and Instagram for more information. Now let's get back to my discussion with Danny. 
And I mean, for, further to his productivity, I mean, he has started 29 out of 34 games this year, so he's only missed five games so far, but he hasn't really been the most productive when you actually look at it. Yes, he's hit seven home runs so mm -hmm. far in the season, but he's only driven in 18 runs. He only has 18 RBI. He's currently sitting at a 240. It is fucking, like, here. It is eight. It's May, guys. That that's what I always like. I'm not going to discredit how good of a player he is in any way, shape, or form because it is fucking May, and none of our team is going doing well. Like other than Gio Urshela and Loisiga in the bullpen, other than that, I'm like, who who's doing well on our team? But the the where where I was going with that is he's got a low batting average right now, but his on base is actually really good at 346, which is mm -hmm. a good on base. But for me, like. Judge, somebody like Judge, a player like Judge, is not somebody that I expect to be an on-base person. You know what I mean? Like, he's not somebody that you want to see get on base just to turn the lineup over to, to somebody else. Like, Kevin Biggio for the, for the Jays, for example. That's somebody I see as a, as a guy that's there to turn the lineup over, get on base. He's not going to hit a lot for power his average will eventually go up. But Judge, someone like Judge, he's your power hitter. He's somebody that you expect to drive in more than 18 runs. Mm -hmm. So just, I, I know you said a, a, a little bit, like it is only May, but what are your thoughts <laughs> so far on, on Judge's productivity this year? I, like I said, it is May. This is actually what I'm used to when it comes to this fucking kid. <laughs> so I don't... Like, I'm a girl who's in love with small ball. I love that shit so much more than I love the long game. And I think that this game is going in a very terrible direction, to be quite honest. But so when it comes to him, I just think that he's the new, like the new way of baseball. And I think that's a problem. So I don't know if that answers your question without answering your question. But that's like, no, I, 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 I have... I, I, yeah. I think that answered the question fairly good. And I mean, you brought up small ball and those those Yankees teams in, in the in the 90s, that that late 90s, early 2000s dynasty. That was a team that was really, really good at executing small ball. Yeah. And guess how many rings we got? <laughs> <laughs> you ended up with what, four during that dynasty run? I think so. Yeah. 98. Yeah, you got 96, 96 98, 99, and 2000. 2000, yeah. And then you had Girardi get one in uh, 2009. Yep. I've seen five World Series <laughs> with rings, and I haven't seen one since, and it's getting annoying. Well, I mean, us Yankee fans are fucking horrible. <laughs> how do you think we feel? We haven't been there since 93. <laughs> That's the year I was born. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So I mean the J the Jays have made one World Series in, in your lifetime, <laughs> unless you were born after October of '93. I was I was about to say still not my lifetime. I'm a December baby. <laughs> High five to that December fifth right here. Yes, <laughs> fellow Sagittarius, I love it. Damn right. You you brought up small ball. Something else that you talk about quite often on your podcast is your dislike for analytics and these new advanced uh -huh. stats what is it that you that you dislike about analytics and what is 
which analytic or advanced stat is your least favorite or do you think is more overused than it should be? All of them. (laughs) (laughs) I think analytics has gone way too far. Do not get me wrong. There is like there are benefits to these stats and stuff like that. I'm not going to completely discredit analytics, but there is a like it's like you're turning these fucking guys into machines and you're letting the game be run by computers. And I'm over here like, look, I have already worried that Tomb Raider with Tomb Raider fucking Terminator was going to happen. Like you I'm done. No, no robots. No, any of this fucking shit. Like I watch. I uh, what is that? I I am robot. What is I robot or whatever that the, is with the uh, Will Smith. Will Smith. Movie? Yeah, yeah, I, robot. I watch yeah. that shit. I I don't want to live that life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, but I had to go. I had to go a little too far on that. But, but having said like, that, would you like to see robot umpires? Because umpiring no. has just been terrible. Oh, I fucking look. Don't get me wrong. I fucking hate those goddamn pieces of shit on that field. We don't know what the fuck they're doing. They need to get their eyes checked again. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. You need to go back to umpire school. Y'all are terrible. Ugh. And I've a couple of them used to come into the bar that I worked at, and I'd look at them and be like. I don't like any of you. <laughs> like, I don't like any of you, but they were friends with the owner of the bar. So I couldn't say anything, but like, I'm um, like, I, one of them also let me wear their world series ring. So I, I really couldn't hate too much, but I also fucking hated them. Wait, umpires um, get world series rings. Yeah. If they, if they're, if they're a umpire during the world series, during the world series game that they win at, yeah, they get a ring. Holy shit, that's awesome. I never knew that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either until he handed me his World Series ring. I was like, wait, you get a ring? What? <laughs> this is cool. That's awesome. <laughs> what, what is his name? Joe West or something like that? Oh, God, Joe cool. West is one of the worst. Yeah, he's the one who came in. And I was like, this fat piece of shit. <laughs> it's like, get the fuck out of my bar. But like, can I wear that ring? <laughs> <laughs> can, can, I, can I just have your ring? <laughs> I was like, you really shouldn't have handed this to me. I might not give it back. And he's like, oh, I might get another one. I'm like, okay. So like, to go back to what we were talking about, analytics just really just irritates me because I think that the game has been overrun by it. I think that like our lineup shouldn't be based off of them. I think that we should be playing the game because it's the fucking game. I think we should remember that these people are fucking human beings and so on and so forth. So that that's my, that's my thing. I just think it's, it's taken over the game way too much analytics, saber metrics, all of that. And we should get off of our fucking computers and remember how, what is that fucking movie that is so good and so bad all the same? Which it's one? Clint Eastwood. Oh, um, oh, God. Mil- no, not, um, not Million Dollar Arm. No, it's something Trouble with the Curve. That's one, yeah, yeah. And he is going blind, but he can hear how well somebody can hit and whatnot. And like, it's not based off analytics. It's not like they're all focused on this guy because they're like, he's like amazing with this. He's amazing with this. And they're all focused on this kid because of numbers. And they send him in and they're like, cause he's the best guy. Apparently they send him in and he's like, no, he can't do it. And he could barely see. So he has his daughter come with him and his daughter is like, well, he, he drags his hand or some shit like that. And he's like, to make sure that he doesn't do this on the third. And she's like, how did you know that he's doing that? He's like, I can hear it. Like, I might not be able to see, but I can still hear. And by the end of the movie, like she finds a pitcher because she heard it. She heard how well he could pitch. 
And she's like, hey, try that again. Do this, like, to do a curveball. Da, 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 da. She brings in this kid to face the other kid. She brings in the pitcher to face the batter. And he can't hit a curveball at all. And it proves a point that analytics cannot prove everything. <laughs> And cannot find you a player, but fucking paying attention to a person can. And there's another part in the movie where, like, they were about to trade one of their pitchers and because he wasn't playing well. And they're like, we, we need to get rid of this guy. And he's just like, he hasn't seen his family in, like, three weeks. Why don't you send his parents up and see him? Like, he's a family kid. Why don't you send his parents up to a game to see him and see what happens after that? And once he saw his parents and, like, he got mentally better, he did a fantastic job. Like this, this sport is such a mental game that I think analytics is just ruining that and it's ruining the game at the same time. <laughs> and I did a whole long rant about a movie just to fucking prove my point. <laughs> which, I, which I'm glad because I've, I totally forgot about Trouble with the Curve. I, I saw it once like when it first came out years ago. I'm going to have to see if it's streaming on anything because I really want to watch that movie again. But... I did have one last question that I wanted to ask going back to the whole injury aspect of, of things. There seems mm -hmm. to be a lot of injuries happening right now in baseball. I mean, obviously, the Yankees have gone through it with, with Judge. The Jays, God help the Jays with all the injuries that we've had this year. And our big acquisition in the offseason, George Springer, is on the DL or sorry, the IL for the second time this year. And I mean, obviously, in, injuries are a part of the game, but do you do you think it's a do you think it's a conditioning thing or perhaps like an over conditioning thing that's causing all these these? I think these motherfuckers aren't stretching. <laughs> I think they're all in there lifting weights like fucking idiots, and then not stretching their muscles, and then they get too tight, and it's over. I honestly think that's what it is. I think these trainers need to be fired. I think, dude. I lived through 2019, okay, where we had, like, a disturbing amount of people on the aisle. I have it somewhere in my notes that how many people were on the aisle that year. It was, like, 30 or 18. A terrible number of fucking players. It was the entire AAA team that won us the division. And, like... When it comes to these injuries, I really think that we're not training these guys correctly. I think we're building mass so that way we hit more home runs. And we're forgetting that they have to fucking stretch. Otherwise, their muscles are going to constrict too much and it's going to fucking ruin them. I mean, look at Judge. Like, his shoulders messed up. His, his oblique is messed up. Now his legs are messed up. Like, what's next? What other body part do you have left to fucking fall apart? Yeah, and it's definitely... It's definitely frustrating from a fan standpoint. Like when you're seeing these guys make tens of millions of dollars. I mean, Judge, I believe, is making just under ten point two million dollars this year. It's frustrating yeah. as a fan to to see these guys get paid all that money and spend so much time on on the IL. And like, don't you love the fans that come out and are just like, stop talking about the money? And I'm like, no, because that fucking makes my tickets go uh, higher. And I don't want to pay money to watch this fucking asshole not pay play the right way after my fucking ticket goes towards his salary. <laughs> no. And my shirts and my jerseys and all of this other shit that I pay for, it all goes to their salary. Like people forget about that. And then they're like, well, no, they just have a bunch of sponsorships. I'm like, 
yeah, that pays to keep the fucking building running. I was like, we also pay to keep the building running. I was like, it all works out so everyone can have their fucking salary, you guys. Like, do the math. Learn math. <laughs> I know it's hard, but you can do it. I, I, I know this question is probably going to be controversial to, to, to some people, but do you, do you think we should allow players to, to perhaps go back to using, quote-unquote, illegal substances? Because uh, I'm all for oh. play, I'm all for players being able to use stuff to help them stay healthy or to get healthy quicker. Like for for me, if everyone's able to to use products, everyone's got an equal playing field. And I know that's gonna piss a lot of people off hearing me say that, but I'm just curious what your thoughts on that is, are. Well, Andy Pettit did that, and everyone stood out behind him. They're like, no, like he did this to help his body, like there's certain like things that you have to do at at some point to like help your body not fall the fuck apart. So there's that. But what was I going to say? Oh my God. I just lost. it. Uh, I don't believe in that in any way, shape or form. I do have a bunch of people actually, because they saw how I shit on judge. They're like, all right, well, if you're going to mention this, will you mention the fact that Gary Cole uses pine tar? And I'm like, I will do the research. I will look it up. Like I don't, I don't want to become the person that fucking shits on my team, but I guess that's what I'm becoming <laughs> and pointing out all of like the bullshit that's going on in the world of baseball. I, I guess that's just my role. Well, I mean, now that's, is... that's, that's not true. I mean, you, you, you do say a lot of good things about Jill or Shella and yeah, I love him. He's amazing. And, and your catcher, <laughs> Kyle, whose last name I can't pronounce. Igashioka. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. And everybody should all. Oh. I cannot wait to record my podcast tonight because everyone <laughs> fucking came at me for Kyle Higashioka. They're like, stop being so mean to Gary. And now everybody's on the Kyle Higashioka bandwagon. And I'm like, where are my apologies? <laughs> where are they? Um, let's go. I want an apology like right now. I even went on Twitter today and like re I did a, I did a, a voting thing yesterday. And I was like, oh, so uh, what's everybody's feelings on uh, Gary and Higashioka? And everybody voted for uh, Higashioka. I'm like, where's my apology? <laughs> like, where is it? You Let's guys, go. You guys All better you eat shit. <laughs> apologize to Danny right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I'm hoping one of my friends on Twitter who also loves to stir the pot, like, fucking retweets that, and they're like, yeah, go apologize right now. <laughs> There's this one kid on Twitter, Frankie, who does it all the time. He, like, he did it to me the other day, and he was just like, Danny, I don't know why you're not still going after all these people about Judge. And I was like, dude, I just got, I, like, I finally got people to stop. Like, come on. <laughs> I was like, I had a rough fucking week dealing with these assholes. I really didn't need to deal with it again. Thank you. But I guess I will do it again. Let's go. But back to it. So, like, this guy is asking me about Gary uh, not Gary, Cole, using pine tar. And I'm like, I I know the text messages came out. I said something about it during off season. I'm interested in looking into it. I mean, they there's a couple of videos that have been sent to me about it and like how like he could be using it and he's coding the ball or whatever and he's really sneaky with it. Like there could be the possibility that Gary Cole is using pine tar. And, and but I, with I, how I... well he's doing it, Honestly, I'm like here giving them props because most of the time people get caught because they put it on, they put like too much on their cap and it's just like so obvious. And I'm over here, I'm like, yo, good for or, him. Or like, Michael Pineda, was it, was it Pineda that had it like all over his neck a couple years ago? Somebody did, yeah. 
Yeah, I CC did once too. Like <laughs> every every single pitcher uses pine tar, and at the end of the day, like I love pitching so much. It is my favorite aspect of baseball because the mental game that you play with that batter. Also, why I love Juan Soto because Juan Soto gets up there and he's just like, I can go toe to toe with you too, and I'm like, oh, I just love that. Like. I'm going to fuck with you. You're going to fuck with me kind of thing. I think it's like amazing for the game. Yeah. So so, Um, Soto has that like low key cockiness that no one ever really seems to talk about. And I love it. (laughs) Every single day there is a, in the world series, like he came up to bat against Houston and he's like swiping his feet and he's smiling. And I'm like, yeah, this kid is awesome. (laughs) Like, like I, I don't get it. Like we, we lost to Washington one game and I was like, how the fuck did our bullpen just fall apart? And this guy like re like stitched it or whatever on TikTok, and he was just like, "Well, honey, it's called Juan Soto." And I just started <laughs> laughing hysterically at it. And I even said thank you. I was like, "Dude, I know it is. I love that guy. Like, I'm not gonna get like I'm not gonna hate on him in any way, shape, or form. I think he's like fuck Fernando Tatis Jr. Whatever the fuck, like Juan Soto. Like that guy is amazing. So." I forgot where I was going with that. I was just so excited to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so Gary Cole using substances. Like, I love pitching and I love that mental game that they play. And I, I don't know how I feel about pitchers using substance, but I'm loving the fact that a lot of people in baseball right now have really low averages and pitchers are fucking dominating. Yeah, four no hitters already and this season. Yeah, I am loving it. And on it, there's like this piece of me that's like, yo, if you're using substances, I don't give a fuck because I want everyone to love pitching as much as I do. And I am fucking all about this. But that's what also MLB gets for juicing the balls in 2019. Like, what did you fucking expect? Now well, they probably unjuiced the balls. I I, I, I think the like, balls had been juiced longer than just 2019. I think 2019 it got exposed. Oh, 1,000. But... <laughs> 2019 was terrible, though. Like, yeah. the, the amount of fucking home runs that they hit during the home run derby, I was like, the fuck is going on here? Yeah, Guerrero hit, like, almost 100. <laughs> yeah, like, no, that's not allowed. <laughs> And he still lost. <laughs> yeah. I'm still pissed about that. He hit almost 100. He hit more home runs than anyone else in the Derby. And he still fucking lost to Pete Alonso. I know. But that's all. then I feel bad for Pete Alonso because a bunch of people are out here like, yeah, you got 51 home runs in a year that the balls are juiced. And I'm like, because Pete Alonso is a good player. Yes, he is. So it's yeah. like, I'm not taking credit away from him, but like a bunch of Yankee fans are like, Oh, well, this, that, and the third, because he took it from Judge. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, MLB is ruining baseball. Like, everyone needs to fucking pay attention to that and say something about it and not let them get away with it. And I guess I'm the only person that'll do that. So I guess I'll just, I'll be here yelling at Rob Manfred until he gets fired. I I appreciate your crusade on that. (laughs) But we've shockingly gone over 40 minutes. It's just flown by. So I'm going to (laughs) start wrapping things up. But are there, are there any, any final things that that you want to say before we let you go today? The man on second rule is fucking bullshit. That is all. Oh, I 100% fucking agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, thank you for joining us today. I, I would me. love to have you back at some point. Yeah. And just just before we go, why don't you let the, the let the listening audience know where they can find you on social medias and podcasts and platforms and all that good stuff? 
All right. If you want to listen to me rant about baseball, uh, Danny's Dugout, you can find it pretty much on all podcasting platforms. Uh, my Instagram is Danny underscore Cipolla. It's C-I-P-O-L-L-A. My Twitter is Danny Cipolla. My TikTok is Danny Cipolla. So if you want to listen to me rant and rave or come at me, go right for it. Be nice to her. She's a good person. <laughs> I, she's I'm opinionated, like... but she's a good person. <laughs> hey, but that's my favorite part is like, I'm always like, guys, it's an opinion. It's like an asshole. We all have one. <laughs> like, just get over it. Like, calm the fuck down. Don't you, you can. I don't, I don't know. But sometimes there's an opinion and then there's a fact. And it's like, well, no, that's actually a fact that I'm pointing out there. And then I go into my opinion on that. fact. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's basically it. Um, and if you want to listen to a podcast that's not about sports, I have a podcast called Tequila and the Tea, where I interview interesting human beings. Uh, recently, I interviewed a dream expert. He went, he's got a couple books out. His name is Dr. Lennox. We go over this subconscious mind and dreaming and do dreams have meaning and is plant medicine a way of connecting more with your dreams or the universe? It was one of the dopest conversations I've ever had. Nice. And I've also had subway creatures on that. So like, yeah, if you want to listen to podcasts find my shit <laughs> yeah go, go check her out even if you're not a yankees fan listen to her yankees podcast because it's phenomenal and i definitely want to check out tequila and and the tea thank you again to danny for joining Thanks. us and to everybody else whether you're listening to this in the morning the the afternoon the evening whatever time of day it is where you are when you're listening we appreciate you listening we thank you for listening and we'll talk to you guys again very very soon bye I'm in a New York state of mind